This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Shan Muthavello. He is the CEO and founder of UC Boss. And we're going to have a conversation about supply chain disruption and how some organizations are, are meeting those challenges in a world that is turbulent and probably isn't going to come down anytime soon. Uh, Shan, thank you so much for your time today. Jeff, thanks for having me. I'm having a wonderful time at this NAMES conference and looking forward to talk to you. Uh, Shan, just before we get too far into it, and I know we've got a lot of great stuff to cover, uh, I get to interview a lot of supply chain thought leaders in my line of work. Uh, I've really enjoyed chatting with you before this podcast, and I'm, I'm really excited for the conversation we're about to have. For some people who may not have heard of you, may not have heard of UC Boss, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization? Thank you. So, um, my life started, uh, you know, back in India, but, you know, uh, but I was really made in Singapore. My mom delivered in India. Then that's where I grew up. I did my electrical engineering, uh, but my, my supply chain journey really started in Manhattan, uh, which is which is uh, you know world leading software company in Atlanta. Then my passion for global business started when I did my executive MBA at Georgia Tech. But but working with uh, uh, working at Manhattan made me work for m many many enterprises around the world, traveling uh, on, on a weekly basis to you know different warehouses and plants and uh, you know uh, uh, transportation facilities and headquarters and other areas, right? So that uh, knowledge that I learned from all these enterprises made me think: Can I invent a, 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 an innovative platform for me to go? You know, sell it to them at the same time, bring value to them faster, and that's what made me convince my partners and shareholders to invest in you know, a huge amount of money on, on building something for eight years as a no-code supply chain augmented platform, and that's the way uh, the UC Boss came into existence. And we took uh, you know so much pride in building it, and now we are offering it as a completely multi-tenant SaaS product in AWS and GCP, and, and large enterprises are loving it and composing solutions. Solutions, and we are having a great journey and looking forward to you know implement the same for more enterprises as well. Tell us a little bit more about UC Boss specifically. You've you've started this. What exactly is it? Okay. The name UC Boss, you know, I, I just uh, you know coined for you know universal channel business optimization system. Then then uh, you know uh, it also resonates with the unified commerce business optimization system. But our end goal was can we connect you know, a complex supply chain ecosystem of a large enterprise, you know, for their own supply chain data, their suppliers' data, then also, you know, any unstructured data coming from the market, all together in a single platform, so that the enterprises can interoperate between their systems, between their processes, apply policies and procedures, and they can bring the outcomes 10 times faster so that they can modernize their supply chain, apply alternate strategies, uh, right? Whether it is st st uh, you know, strategy level, uh, you know, decisions that they ought to make or, or tactical decisions they ought to make. And, and this is where we want to come up with a platform to help enterprises. And, and that journey has, you know, made us come up with the platform and offer it as a multi-cent uh, product. Now, I feel like we're talking about a platform. And I mean, I'm all in favor of uh, a broad solution when a broad solution will work. But what do you say to people who say, well, you know, I, I can do one-offs. I mean, why don't I just troubleshoot things as they happen? Uh, point and click, here's a problem, and I'll, I'll work on this one for a little while. Yeah, great question. Uh, people always ask me, right, you know, 
why, why don't we just do point solutions, right? The traditional solve the supply chain problem in a, in, in a silo way. So, you know, fix my manufacturing, fix my production scheduling, fix my manufacturing, uh, sorry, the warehousing, transportation, like last mile, first mile. Uh, but, but, but if you really pay closer attention, your complex supply chain, end-to-end -end problems and visibility and orchestration and improvement problems are not silo problems. Because of that nature, even though we can do point solutions, we see the complexity that, that the world is in today and see the need to connect everything together and solve it at the right place at the right time. And the right place at the right time is not a point solution because the right place today could be one place and tomorrow it could be in a different place and the third day it could be in a different place. If your right place and the right time is continuously changing, there is no way you can solve it in silos. That is the reason we strongly believe the supply chain problems of the modern world can be solved only in a platform thinking if you approach your supply chain, meaning if you are a chief supply chain officer, chief procurement officer, chief data digital transformation officer, if you make your team think holistically end to end, then your, your scenario planning should be solve it at the right place, right time, but I'm not looking for one solve, I am looking for if the problem in this quarter, in this area, solve it. In the next quarter, if it changes, move it around. But instead of you rethinking, recoding, redeploying, can you be so adaptive, right, where your system itself can adapt to the problems and solve it at the right place, uh, right, at the right time? Expand upon no code to me. I, I think that's probably going to be a crucial piece of what comes next in our conversation. And we just want to have that really clear in our listeners' mind. What is no code? Okay. Today's world, you know, people think modernization means I have to lift and shift all my solutioning from on-prem to cloud. But even in cloud, it's still a coded solution, right? And enterprises have coded a specific solution for you and they want you to adapt to that. But there are solutions out there, hundreds of them, which can generate your solution faster in the low code, but it's still code. But what we are talking about no code is for your enterprise to understand your enterprise data, to understand understand your supply chain data, your structured and your unstructured data, allowing you to orchestrate and interoperate between your systems and data, allowing you to scenario plan in your organization, allowing you to operationally plan any department or any facility in your operations, right? All of that can be done without a single line of code. When I say without a single line of code, that's what we meant by no code. That means if you are developing 100 projects worth of $100 million, when you are configuring them, testing them, deploying them, all you are doing that in a completely dynamic data model and configurations at a business level. There is zero code involved. That means no reason to test this coded product, no reason to integration test it for the code, and no reason to deploy any code. There is zero code and you're just configuring compositions and testing it for UAT and then trying it in production. I, I mean, that certainly sounds impressive. Uh, when I try to visualize that, I think of it as an agnostic solution that plays well with all the technologies, but I, I think maybe I don't have that exactly right. You're, you're saying there isn't actually software involved in what you're doing. It's working with people to use their tools and have their tools communicate more effectively. Would that be right? Uh, good question. Our platform still is a software. There is a software behind the scenes, but that software 
has a lot of engineering components that we have developed proprietary to UC Boss, but that does not understand any vertical, right? Whether you are retail or manufacturing or distribution, it does not understand any functionality, meaning, you know, this is warehousing, distribution, auto management, production flow, right? It does not understand it. It, it has components which is used to compose various solutions because of our ability to compose solutions faster using this engineering like components that we have developed, all of a sudden this becomes a platform which can understand your enterprise the way you are running it, meaning you have a master data management systems, you have supply chain planning systems, manufacturing systems, and your suppliers have the way to connect with you, but this platform magically can understand that as is, and instead of forcing you to rip and replace everything that you have for modernization, it allows you to choose a path on your own and, and, and allows you to go in the journey completely through configurations that your business can learn and do, your IT can learn and do, and that's the modern, modernization that we want to support. You know, you mentioned modernization, and I guess being the expert that you are in all of these different systems, do you think enterprise IT is ready for modern technologies? If you have asked me this question before COVID, I have to say, even though I'm a little hesitant saying it, but I have to say eight out of 10 times, IT was not ready. Even business was not ready for the new technologies and innovative product. But post COVID, right, what Pfizer and others have demonstrated to the world is thinking out of the box and trying something new, untested, that even not coming up from your own sleeve is okay as long as there is greater benefit to the world. That's what the new no-code technology is gonna be. Now, post-COVID, we are overwhelmed where enterprises are looking for 10 times faster solutions. They are ready to invent faster. They're ready to give up that ownership of, I have to own my code. I have to do it everything by myself, right? Instead of that, are you modern enough? Are you faster enough? Can you teach me faster? Can I learn from you? Are you giving me what I don't have? At the same time, are you enabling me to invent faster? And are you allowing me to be my own technology producer? As long as these checkboxes are checked, they are ready to embrace a brand new technology like completely metadata, completely NoSQL. It is a graphical database. It connects you uh, and it allows you to you know, compose solutions 10 times faster right, and the people are ready for that, and now we are overwhelmed, we were not able to uh, scale up in the pace that they are asking us to, you know, scale up. So I really want to revisit this, this yeah. 10 times faster number, because mm -hmm. it doesn't sound, you know, like a, like an aspiration, it sounds like something that you're delivering. So, you know, how are you getting production floors, warehouses, and other supply chain functions to actually compose solutions 10 times faster? Okay, so the, the 10 times faster thing comes into play because and, and a typical agile or a waterfall, uh, you know, uh, methodology, you know, you, you, you understand the problem, you design it, then you go for designing the data model, designing the UI, designing a mobile solution, and then you go, uh, you know, code for it for, for months and months, then you go test it for unit testing, then integration testing, end-to-end, -end, then UEAT, then you go deploy it. It may work, it may not work. Even, it, even if it works, it may have the ROI, or it may not have the ROI. What we are talking about is, have a design thinking session, more like a whiteboarding session, come up with a unified, logical, dynamic data model. After that, you don't have to do any type of designing, you just jump into configuring a solution. That means within two to three days, you are seeing the outcome that you want. 
then directly deploy that into production. You have nothing to lose. There is no code to deploy. You have nothing to lose. Try it on the cloud. Whether you are connecting your, your fancy uh, you know, cloud solutions that you are getting from the best of the breed, or your legacy systems and mainframes or RPG, or you may still have spreadsheets, the master brains of your operational team and manufacturing shop floor team that they're crunching you know, hard numbers and planning data in, in, in spreadsheets. You can connect all that together in a single platform. Uh, and how we are doing that is since we are completely metadata and bringing the data is faster, then understanding the data and, and, and allowing you to compose solutions is faster because we are not coding. Because of that reason, Integration is 10 times faster. Producing solutions is 10 times faster. Then deployment is 10 times faster. Because of that, even if things fail, taking it out, you can just take it out because you have nothing to lose, right? You just turn off that configuration, try something else. But if the configuration works, if, if the composition works, if you're getting returns on uh, you know, the project, then you enhance it and keep going with it. You know, we've touched on COVID a couple of times, uh -huh. and I guess, again, having worked in the space and now seen your solution uh, bring about acceleration, maybe as a result of some people's experience during COVID, would you say it's been a, a catalyst for change? What have manufacturers learned from it? How is it changing the way you do business? So it's two things I've found out, you know, talking to uh, post-COVID, I've started to attend a lot of conferences and also a lot of product company conferences as well, right? So what I'm learning is two things. One is they are not afraid to try new things, but some are trying you know, new technologies to augment what they have, and some are completely trying rip and replace. I want the latest ERP. I want the latest to best of the breed. But what they're struggling is they don't have a technology which can enable them to either go with the brand new ERP, brand new best of the breed, but you still have to live with what you have for a while and you have to have a transition map. Or I just want to try incrementally augmenting what you have, maybe some plug and place of new things, but I still want to you know, modernize myself, but again, the platform is missing. So what we are seeing is they're still missing the platform even though either they are buying a new ERP or new, uh, you know, data source uh, from you know, companies like Project 44 and others, but what is missing is they, they have an orchestration platform, they have a platform to integrate, but they don't have a platform which can really build execution systems. They don't have a platform which can really say, I can interoperate between any system, any data, whether it's your data or somebody else's data, that platform is missing. And when we come and say, UC Boss is not only that platform can interoperate between any data you have, any platform you have, or you are going to procure or connect to, on top of it, this is 100% no code, and it's also allowing you to have your total cost of ownership to zero, and you can modernize at a faster speed. That's where customers are saying, you know, hey, this is what we have to have. And we are telling them, you don't have to buy UC Boss. We want to talk to you. At least this should be your technology roadmap, which will save you, uh, you know, if another COVID happens or another you know, currency failure happens, or another uh, you know, war going around and, and things uh, you know, disrupting supply chain, at least you're prepared uh, to have an alternate sourcing strategy, alternate you know, uh, manufacturing strategy, or alternate uh, fulfillment strategy. So walk me through what getting started looks like, because it sounds, first of all, it's a very versatile tool, but it's also something, as you say, maybe they bring it in to help them bridge into a new system. Maybe it's something that's coordinating existing systems. Like all of this sounds like it doesn't take very long to get up and running, but I wouldn't want to put words in your mouth. What does getting started and, and starting to see results look like? Okay. 
this is the, uh, you know, uh, post-COVID enterprises have more problems, right? More inventory, less people, and more solutions that business businesses are waiting from your IT, right? But if you look at all these things, with less resources and with less budget you have left, how are you going to solve the more problems and more solutions that, that are waiting, uh, you know, queued up to be solved? The only way is you can speed it up 10 times faster. So for you to speed it up 10 times faster, adapt to any technology where you can automate the processes, compose your solutions, a platform which can understand any of your data, right, rather than incrementally looking into silo problems and trying to you know, improve it at, at a silo level, look, at, uh, look, look into your supply chain, your supplier supply chain, your, your customer's you know, delivery experience, end-to-end -end, in a holistic way, how can you give a modern uh, you know, spin to your business? You know, it, it does not mean even, even just giving the customer experience you're looking for or, or you know, uh, connecting with your, your supplier supply chain. It is also, can you have alternate business strategies right? Meaning COVID time, people stopped selling what they're selling and came up with something else they wanted to sell. Likewise, right? Uh, should, should you cha change your, uh, you know, pr production lines and routing uh, to, to manufacture different products just for, for that, uh, you know, period of time? Could be one quarter. Who thought, you know, COVID will go for eight quarters, right? So, our, you know, you should be thinking your technology roadmap should be allowing you to get ready for that. And that's where the world is going. And that's where we think that people, uh, we can help. I want to understand how we go from having a conversation about our challenges to actually doing something about them. Imagine I'm a manufacturing executive, I'm listening to this and I say, you know, this makes a lot of sense. How do I get that first couple of conversations out of the way and we start working together? What does that look like? With the UC Bus team, since this is a completely no-code, uh, you know, technology and platform, even for, for a large use case or a POC, right? Uh, with our customers, which is including business, ops, and IT, we request a two to three day focused design thinking session. But in the two to three days design thinking session, we will come out of a solution that we have outlined to the process detail level. This is what we are trying to solve, and this is a, this is the way we are going to solve it. So just in three days. Then after that, we take the next you know, seven to eight days to compose the full solution. That means in, 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 in six to eight weeks, you can be in production, running with a complex project. When I say complex, you're still talking about, you know, if your internal estimates are around 400 to $500,000 project, you're talking about in eight weeks, you can go to production with zero code. And that's the speed in which we operate. All we need from you is a three days of committed design thinking session. After that, you know, we are just producing results in, in, in a cloud platform. Fantastic. So what is the ongoing relationship with UC Boss once you've had sort of that first three days and then uh, seven or eight days after and, and maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months? After a year, how day-to-day -day or involved are you with people who are using the tool? Okay. The, the platform is, in, is a composable platform. So our goal is, let's say if it is an enterprise, we are, you know, we are educating the IT and the business folks from day one then maximum I've seen, maybe they will do two projects with us where we are handholding them. The moment they learn how to compose this product, there is nothing that we have to do. And they can even do complex projects themselves, 
uh, and without even letting us know what they're doing. But if they don't have the bandwidth, we can help them on design, but we are not you know, scaled for deploying hundreds and hundreds of resources. So they're based on their need, whether they need a, a small, you know, partner who are small to medium, who are partnered with us, all the way down to the large big five consulting firms who are partnered with us, we can you know, connect them uh, with them. But, but if they want to be doing this on their own, through their own IT and business, we will teach them how to compose, and that takes maybe two weeks to three weeks to train them on this. And then after that, they can compose solutions. You know, it sounds like an amazing tool. It sounds like what companies need to succeed in a post-COVID world. Um, if they wanted to pick your brain, learn more, see what this is all about, what is the best way to get in touch? They can, of course, go to our website, ucboss.com. They can reach out to me. I'm Sean Mutuelo, sean.mutuelo at ucboss.com. Uh, our SVP of business development is Larry uh, Layden, larry.layden at ucboss.com. They can reach out. Uh, we also have a contact form uh, on our website. They can reach out to us. And uh, you know, we are always ready and, and, and fully uh, ready to compose th their next best solution for the enterprise. Well, I encourage everyone to give this solution a really good look. I think their website is terrific. Um, and if you've listened to the entire episode, you probably do have questions for Shan and his team, and I hope they can help you on your journey. Um, Shan, this has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, it, it's definitely you know, a wonderful time here at Chicago. I'm, I'm glad uh, people have started uh, going back in person, meeting people, uh, because I truly believe that the problems all cannot be uh, solved in Zoom meetings, uh, right? You have to have the human touch, go meet the people, understand their problems, and, and really pay attention to uh, what they want to solve for their uh, you know, own uh, you know, personal career or for their own department, for their company, uh, right? You have to pay attention, listen to them, socialize with them, because end of the day, uh, you know, the problem that you're solving may have an impact on, on a community, may have an impact on a, on a, on a country or, or, or on, you know, mankind. So it is important that we connect back with each other, you know, meet in person, uh, then enjoy this supply chain journey and, and not think this as, 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 as just a mechanical work, right? This is meeting people, solving the problems for, for the better future. So I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad we will come back next year and redo it. I, I love to hear it. And, uh, you know, I build industry conferences for a living and I, I couldn't have put it better myself. You know, a lot of the time people come up with the solutions they need with someone they bumped into at one of these mm -hmm. things that they wouldn't have met any other way. So I, I appreciate you saying that. Shannon, thank you again so much for your time. Uh, everyone, you've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Uh, I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.